I'm Kate Northrup. And I'm Mike Watts. And we're partners in life, love, and business. Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show, where we share insights and interviews on entrepreneurship, relationships, parenting, self-actualization, and making a life, not just a living. All right. You ready? I'm ready. What are you wearing tonight? I'm wearing my jammies. I have orange paisley jammies on with my I love me, meaning Maine, t-shirt and a really cozy sweater and my slippers. Nice. This is a post-bedtime podcast recording. And we... Um, No, this is a pre-bedtime. I'm sorry. I went post-Penelope bedtime. Oh, okay. We're not recording after our bedtime. We are absolutely awake. And it's only... Well, it's actually... It's a little it's after our bedtime. 8. It's this 8 is 9. close to our bedtime. So yeah. we're going to make this one efficient because we got to go to bed. Instead of hear... sitting down and watching This Is Us or Fixer Upper or Blackish or Modern Family, Mike and I are recording a podcast. Yes. This is unusual for us to be recording in the evening, but it's a very busy week and we decided that we want to make sure to get it done. So we're getting it done when we can get it done. Yeah. Do you we, know... We didn't say welcome to the Kate and Mike show, but I think people know what they're... Well, we'll start it when we actually start. We started. Anyway, okay. Welcome to the Kate and Mike show. This Hi, is Mike. I'm Kate. Hi. Nice. You might hear some ice and glasses. We're drinking some kombucha. Out Kate of is... wine glasses, which is our favorite. Yeah, from Jamie stemless, Jensen. Stemless wine glasses. Yep. Well, mine actually is from Crate and Barrel. Oh, all right. It's from your joyologist. She has these amazing stemless wine glasses that have really fun affirmations like gratitude is my attitude. Yeah, nice. I like that. Fun news. I know this doesn't have anything to do with anything, but I just happened to be looking at our podcast We've eclipsed 55,000 downloads. Wow. That's pretty cool. That's amazing. Well, thank you for listening, people. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We're so excited. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, that doesn't mean anything. Like, it means that people yes, listen. Yes, it does. No, I mean, like, it doesn't change the fact that we're going to, like... We're not doing this for the downloads, people. We're doing it because we like doing it. Yeah. However, it's still exciting. Right. Right? Right. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Because it's fun. I get to learn a little bit about my wife. Oh, that's sweet. Honey. Yeah, that's cute. Well, I just started listening to your podcast. Mike launched a new podcast, which I think we talked about last week, called Project Life with Mike Watts. And they're very short, sweet episodes. And I spent my drive home from Kennebunk listening to my husband's podcast. Thanks. And it was really fun. I get to learn a little bit more about you and the way my brain what works. you are going to say when you are just talking into your phone alone. And it does help me learn more about you. So listen Don't listen in, to guys. episode eight because I talk all about you. I, no, think, I, I feel really like know. you really hit your stride at episode four. I agree. So for listeners, just yeah. know like it's really like episode four. I thought was really well juicy. in the intro episode. Did you listen to the first episode? Yes, I zero, did. zero, zero. I said, wait until episode like 14. Oh, really? That's where. Okay. Yeah, well, because I already... the first 14 episodes were a little spread out. So yeah. but it's great because it's raw. It's just raw recordings of what it is like to be a dad to be running a business and basically to be mike watts and i think it's great yeah nice okay so today, thanks for listening yeah yeah i know we talked about like a check-in for the first quarter is what yeah. we're gonna talk about we should start like kevin rose and tim ferris have the random show this is kind of a random show episode but we this could is, call it something else that we could call it the smorgasbord i don't know how we to could spell call that. it like, S-M-O with an umlaut over it. S-more- yeah, R- that's, no, that's too complicated. G-A-S-B-O-A-R-D. No. Nope. Smorgasbord. <laughs> yeah, but 
I'm going to have to ask you how to spell smorgasbord every time I post something about it. So okay, let's, how about miscellaneous? No, Can you spell no, miscellaneous? That one no, will be that's in, not good. in spell I check. I don't like that either. Come on, word nerd. You can come up with something better than that. I'll come up with it No, smorgasbord, I think, was it was good, but it's just too complicated to spell. <laughs> okay. We call it the s'mores. No. The s'more. Let's it's move, short for let's, smorgasbord. Let's move along. I'll come up with something. Okay. Okay. So, I had an idea to ask Mike about... So, Penelope is 18 weeks old in two days. 18 by the time, months. Oh, right. Oh, thank God she's not 18 weeks. Oh, boy. 18 months. By the time this episode comes out, she will be 18 months and one week. But I thought, you know, we've been at this parenting thing for a year and a half now. I feel like it's a significant milestone. Yesterday was the full moon in Virgo, which completed a cycle which began September 12th, 2015, which is just basically when I was in early labor with Penelope, when my water had broken and it was a slow leak and I was not aware that my water had broken. So I was already in labor. So for you listening, why are you pointing at me? What is happening? Just tell me what you want. Well, no, I was giving you a thumbs up because you looked a little far from the microphone. So oh. I was checking the volumes and okay. it was showing He's that. Like- over across th- the table. Well, when I looked at you, me you... like strange hand signals. I'm like, just tell me. When I looked at you, you straightened up and got closer to the microphone. Okay. So now we're good. Can you hear me now? Yeah. So think back to your life and the full moon energy, by the way, like even though this episode is coming out a week after, it still applies. It's still, we're still, you know, in the energy of this cycle of completion. So think back in your life. What was going on for you in early September 2015, around September 12th. And basically, this full moon in mid-March 2017 is a culmination of what began in early September 2015. And for us, it was directly the birth of our daughter, which completely rocked my world, I'll just speak for myself, and changed everything in an instant. And it was not at all, as I expected, the birth experience and maybe... I'll talk about it another time, but for now, I'll just say it didn't go like I planned and everyone came out safe, Um, (laughs) but it was really hard. And I really felt like I really learned what postpartum psychosis is about in the few days after the birth. I really understand why women end up in the psych ward after giving birth. And if I hadn't had such great support from you, Mike, and my mom, I might have been one of those women. So... This energy of this full moon has been really intense here in our house. Penelope has been funny, but also a cranky pants. I think she woke up just about every hour last night and was hitting me a lot in the night. Sometimes she ends up in our bed. I would say 95% of the time she ends up in our bed. I would say maybe once a week she sleeps. Say that's more recent. I feel like she slept in her bed. She did. I don't know what's happening. We're in a phase. I don't care. I don't care. All you don't judge us. Yeah, I don't care if you judge us. This is how we're no, doing it. No, I'm just it. saying don't do it because it doesn't make any, it's not anyone, it's not good for anybody. No. It's not good um, for you, not good so, for us. So, honey. I like sleeping with Penelope. Yeah, actually. she's so cute. She's such she a little is. snuggle buddy. One day she'll be big and then I don't want I her know. to sleep in bed. And then it'll be sad. We'll be, she'll be too big to sleep in bed with us pretty soon. Yep. Not pretty soon, but in several years. So, honey, I just wanted to check in with you. So, we were going to do a first quarter check-in, but I also wanted to check in with you and see, okay, here we are, 18 months, a year and a half into parenting. How's it going? You know, anything you want to share with me? We didn't sure. get to do our weekly check-in last For week, so we'll just do it publicly For those of you now. that didn't have a clue what Kate talked about, full moon in Virgo, 
it's okay because I don't really know either. But I do know there was a full moon. I understand the concept that this is ending a cycle from 18 months ago. New so. moons begin cycles. Full moons complete cycles. Okay. So new moons are where you plant seeds. Full moons are where you harvest them, where your manifestations Great. are harvested. Okay. So the next time we bring up full moon and new moon, you can explain that to me again because I'll never... I don't know. Just I have a block or something. I don't know. It's something I don't quite fully understand yet. Maybe one day I will. Anyway. I was asking you how parenting is going so far. Fatherhood. Fatherhood at a year and a half. What do you have to say about it? So I'm trying to do less complaining about it. Just like less complaining in life. And I think I've been doing pretty good. So I'm not going to... Because initially, like, somebody has to be like, well, Penelope only slept for one hour last night straight before she was up every hour. You know, that's the common theme when you talk about it. So overall, I'm going to try to stop doing that. Like, I want to just... Because really, it doesn't matter to, like, somebody listening here. Like, they don't care. Like, who cares? You know what? It's a shared experience. Some people do care when they also have a child right. who doesn't but sleep. There's the a thing. camaraderie in it. Right. But I agree but about then, the complaining. But then you can be going down the cycle after, like, the next thing to be like, oh, well, now, or something. Like, it's always, well, she's not potty trained. Like, it just, I feel like sometimes when people ask these questions, you just get on the downward spiral mm-hmm. or what's wrong. I agree. So, overall, I'll start with the... It's great. I really like it. I like being a dad. What are your favorite parts? I like when she runs up and gives me hugs, like when she sees me. I think that's the best. That's so adorable. It's awesome. I also like when, because Penelope sleeps on the floor, so. On a mattress. On a mattress, yeah. (laughs) We, you know, put her down and we fall asleep. Sometimes I fall asleep on the floor. But one of the things that she likes to do is just fall asleep on my chest. She did that on my chest and it was really sweet. Yeah. And so then I'll just lay there on the floor and she'll just be laying on top of me. And then I transfer her into her bed. And I just really like that. You know, it's like trust. And it's a big trust factor. So I like that aspect of being a dad. And then I also like, it's just learning about kind of who I'm becoming as a human as a man and especially in like this day and age of March of 2017 and what we're dealing with like in society here in the United States and just how to be a bigger person you know how to be a better human being is what I think Penelope's really teaching me and I also like the fact of what she's teaching me in general but I just like it's fun she's at a really fun age like 18 months is super fun and I'm having a good time with it so I like reading her books I also like going on trips with her and she gets, you know, when her and I go, we'll go on dinner dates, just Penelope and I will go on dinner dates. That's like, I think we talked about this last time, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, that's like fun because every, you know, and everybody stares at Penelope and be like, she's so cute, you know, staring at another baby. But when we go to the mall or something like Penelope and I will go to the Apple store, or we'll go on adventures and it's so like i just like going on adventures with her i love it when you take her on adventures and i am sitting in the house by myself well i just feel like we spend a lot of time at home you know we spend a lot of time with her because even after daycare sometimes we'll just bring her home and and i can tell when she's ready to go because she'll like bring me her boots and then she's like i'm ready or bring me like the other day you were gone and she runs up to me she wanted to go out in the we have a mud room connected to our living room and this big open space that keeps our coats and jackets and hats and stuff. And otherwise known as a mudroom. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there's a door that separates the two. Cause one's heated and one's not. 
and she wanted to go out there so bad. So I finally opened the door and then she just runs over to me and I'm reading. I was like sitting on the chair reading with my hat and my gloves, like just not even her stuff. She's like, okay, here. And I know she like wants to go outside. Like that's totally a signal is like, let's go. And then she ran back in the room, got her boots and like put them on. And you know, and that's the thing with kids. Like you think about before it was like, wow, how long am I going hiking or what am I doing? You know, I'm going to go do this. So what do I need to be prepared for? I know there's like a limit of probably 10 minutes that we're going to be outside. You know, it's like, it's just an, it's like with kids, it's just going to change. It's a short adventure. So I know I'll just go stand out on the driveway. She'll play in the grass. And then before we know it, either she takes her gloves off and then her hands freeze and she gets super cold or she just gets cold or she's just ready to go inside. You know? So I know I'm like, okay, great. So we're going out. So everything is just a 10 minute adventure. That's the way I look at it. But I do. I like going to the stores and going out to eat. Like her and I go to Chipotle a lot. Um, so when you said that you like what she's teaching you and how she's making you a better man, can you share more specifically about what she has taught you sure. so far? To start off, it's just about letting go. Like my buddy, I was talking to my buddy Tom today and him and his wife got married like two years ago or a year ago, a year ago. And we were just talking about like kids and he was asking Penelope who was and I asked him if they're going to have kids or what their situation is there and what if they've talked about it or not. And I go, you know, the biggest lesson I've learned is that I have absolutely no control, like none whatsoever. And the days that I get irritated or that are hard, it's because I'm trying to control the situation. So for me, it's just like learning to be like, okay, I have no control. And just kind of going with the flow, what yeah. Penelope's up to. And I can guide her in certain ways. Like, if we're going to go over here, I'll pull her this way or pick her up. But and that's okay. Like, I just let go of that and realize that in life, in my massive life, right, as long as I live, if it's 202 is the plan. Like, what can I actually control? Like, what are my actionable items? And we brought it back to business. And with our USANA business, you know, we do a lot of prospecting. And I said, when we look at our USANA business, we make money two ways. We have, well, we could build a team. We get other business partners or customers. What out of that am I actually able to control? That's prospecting to get business partners or customers. And follow up. And follow up, right? So I bring the same thing to like with parenting, what can I control? And for her, I mean, that's a big thing too. It's just kind of let me go, let go of control when it comes to hanging out with Penelope because I know and I know I only have one kid that could change when two kids come around whatever but then also just being like really this word legacy has really hit me pretty hard over the last couple months I'd say in the last six months I've really started to think a lot about it and like what type of and I didn't I thought about this before I had a kid but definitely not as much as I am now Because I think about my parents and like their upbringing and, you know, and what they created for themselves and they had and what they try to teach my my sister, my brother and I and how we've taken what they've taught us. Now, I haven't actually talked to anybody about this. These are all just thoughts I've been thinking about myself, like my brother or sister, I mean, or my parents for that matter. And I was just like, okay, so they taught me so many great skills. Now, what am I going to teach Penelope or what? Not that I'm going to teach her, but how am I going to live my life that she starts to pay attention to that? And just from a legacy perspective, 
that's been huge. That's new. I haven't really, I'm not, I haven't fully dove into that yet, but it's just been entertaining my brain to be like, okay, well, how do I want to live my life? And even the other day when she put her napkin, I did an Instagram post about this, but like Kate and I were sitting here at the table and she took the napkin or we were in the kitchen. We put Penelope in her chair for dinner and she took the napkin off the table and just put it on our lap. And we've never actually shown her how to do that. No. She's just watched us. And I'd be like, okay, my daughter is literally, she's watching everything. Like she is. Yeah. Cause of course you're not going to teach an 18 month old to put a cloth napkin on their lap. Like that's just, well, we I only, never would have, but, no, it, but we she only, learned it. Right. We only do that in New England. So <laughs> we would never do that in Indiana, but in New England it's just common practice, right? Within six months of being born, that's it, cloth I'm napkins. I'm really into linens, guys, <laughs> yeah, just so yeah. you know. Well, mostly just napkins. I really, we have many sets of cloth napkins. It's important to me. I don't know why. I like cloth napkins. Yeah. They like just it. make me feel like every day is luxurious. Mom, I know you're listening. Why didn't we have too many cloth napkins growing up? What's up with that? You can let me know after you listen to this podcast. We just had those paper white ones that you throw just, away at the end of the I, day. Well, also from an environmental standpoint, as a composter, as a crunchy granola person, a tree hugger, I really, you know, like having the cloth ones and I use them a couple times before yeah. we put them in the laundry. It's less garbage. Yeah. So anyway. that's, that's some takeaways from... Yeah, just like what Penelope's taught me. And I don't really know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what comes up. But I just know it's really kind of tapped into something else inside of me and that I wasn't sure before. So, cool. I don't know. Sorry, I'm yawning. This is definitely, it's getting close to my bedtime. Okay, so first quarter is almost over. We're two weeks away. Mm-hmm. First quarter summary. I guess I can tell you what we did in the first quarter. I can just kind of list it off. Well, do you want to talk about being a mom at 18 months? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's very similar to you. I have learned so much about surrender. I have learned so much about that I don't have control over anything other than my response to a situation. I have control over my mind, and I have control over my ability to be present. And that's pretty much it. And I think kids can really feel how present we are. Like when Penelope's freaking out, especially this thing I've talked about before on the podcast she does in the morning where she just like is desperate for me to hold her and won't let me put her down. And it drives me crazy. And I'm like trying to make coffee and trying to make breakfast and trying to make her lunch. But if I just sit down on the floor with her in my lap and I'm just like with her, usually pretty quickly, she's just like, great. I needed your attention. I needed you present with me. And then she's ready to move on to the next thing. But if I'm rushing and trying to like get her to just be by herself and take care of herself for a second, it doesn't work. So learning about being present, which is a challenge for me, I'm not going to lie. Like I like constant stimulus and it's hard for me to sit still. But when I really surrender into it, it just becomes easier and easier. Like even if Penelope's having a tantrum and like completely losing it, which she does, you know, she has really big emotions for a tiny body as all toddlers do. If I can stay there with her and breathe and not need it to be any different and just simply know we're like on a little emotional adventure. It's actually my capacity to be with whatever she's experiencing really expands and it becomes so much easier. It's not that the circumstances change. It's that my experience of them changes. And so mothering becomes easier when I stop trying to make things different than they are. So nothing needs to change in order for it to become easier. So that's been really huge for me. And also realizing the surrender piece that like I don't have control and 
this is the same thing. But the more I try to control it, the harder it is. And the more I surrender, the easier it is. Nice. So and it's also kind of cracked you open for like this next adventure that's coming. It has. With I all mean, the videos you've been putting out recently. Totally. And stuff. This whole, I mean, becoming a mother has certainly opened me up to an entire awareness that, you know, I've got a, I have a lot, I have a lot to say. I have a lot to say about motherhood. I have a lot to say about running a business as a mother. I have a lot to say about the ways our systems around work do not support families, do not support life. And I really am out to change that. And so, yeah, I feel like I'm on a mission. I feel like I have found my life's work, at least for right now. And that feels really great because there is nothing. I'm super proud of everything we've created up until this point. But I feel like I'm just now hitting my stride. And I feel that I have Penelope to thank for that. Cool. I like that. I thought of two other things. Okay. Number one would be, this is definitely a marathon and not a sprint. Yep. Like we could never know the future, but the way to start, the way I've started looking at parenting and having kids or having a family is more, what's the effect? Like, who's she going to be when she's my age? Right. So who is Penelope? What kind of human will she be when she's 34? And that's the way I started looking at this. Instead of saying like, I'm going to fix all the problems in the first. That's why I don't like care if she sleeps in bed with us. Like some people were totally anti that. You know, the lady who waxed my eyebrows today said her son slept with her in bed until he was seven. And she honestly, she was like, it was far too long, but I loved it. And he eventually moved on his own. Like right. she was just like, yeah, he just one day decided yeah, he I don't, was done. I think a lot of things. I hope that, he doesn't sleep with us. No, I don't seven. hope she that's doesn't either. Too long. <laughs> no, that's too long for me. Because it, it's also, it's like, is it affecting our marriage? Like that's an important piece mm-hmm. to bring into this conversation. So is Penelope sleeping in bed with us affecting our marriage? No, 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 not at all. We get plenty of time together. We have a good time together. Like <laughs> I think so. So it's not that I don't feel that we're not connecting. Right. If that makes sense. And then the second one would be, I'm going to be very like, I want to make sure that as I'm raising her, this comes from Gary V, hundred percent. Like just what I've heard on his podcast recently, he talked about this from his perspective of what he mentioned it on his recent podcast. With he was interviewed by this guy Mark Bell, who is the founder of Super Training Gym out west, and he said what he got wrong from what he predicted in parenting was how invested parents are in their children's success from them taking them making themselves happy. For an example, would be that I'm super like I'm bragging about my child being a chess champion, you know, or I'm fulfilling my happy bucket of myself because my child is a chess champion. Like I should just be like, great job, Penelope. That was fantastic. You know, instead of being like my child's a chess champion, look how awesome she is. Great. Because that makes the assumption that that has something to do with you, which it doesn't. No. It has nothing to do with me. Yeah, I love the way that Dr. Shafali Sabari talks about this. She's the author of The Awakened Family and Conscious Parenting. And she really, really instills this idea to detach from our expectations around our children, especially as they relate to achievement and success. Yeah. Reading her books, I you know had a lot of realizations about my own childhood and ways that I want to be a mother that will allow Penelope really space to be herself. And if you want to hear a really great conversation with Dr. Shafali, I interviewed her as part of my Myth of Balance event. And you can get that 
over at katenorthup.com forward slash myth. She had the most profound thing to say about mother guilt. And that's all I'm going to say. Go over to katenorthup.com forward slash myth and go listen to Dr. Shafali talk yeah. about mother guilt. It was great. She was really smart. Yeah. I look forward to reading her books. Yeah, I think you'll it's really crazy that it. I'm getting the same type of advice from Gary Vaynerchuk, though. Well, it, I think that it just crazy. means it's right. Right. I agree. Yeah. But anyway, okay, so let's so go. So here's what I'm realizing, honey. I'm realizing this episode comes out on my birthday. Oh. And I'm also realizing that I'm sleepy, and I think we've shared enough for today. So why don't we make this the 18-month parenting check-in episode, and then next time we'll do the quarter year-end in review, because by that time the quarter will actually be over. Oh, all right. Is that Okay. Sure. Do you have any? Well, let's close it out with some birthday celebrations. Okay. Happy birthday. Thanks, honey. Ready? Happy birth. No, I'm just kidding. You can sing. Like, you can pause this episode in your car and you can just sing it. That and would you be can just, nice. You can film it and then tag Kate and her birthday celebration. So let's close it out with some wishes to your birthday as your big yawn is happening over there. Some wishes to my birthday? What does well, that mean? Like, you know how you do... <laughs> You like to do, what's Desires. it, the triad thing? Yeah, it's called a trilogy. Okay. This is, I learned this at Mama Gina's School of Womanly Arts. You do a brag, a grateful, and a desire. Okay. So I will do one. Do and a- this will instantly, if you do this, I recommend doing a trinity. It makes you feel instantly better. So a brag, a grateful, and a desire. We are taught that it's not okay to brag, but actually bragging is incredibly uplifting because you're celebrating what's going great or what you've done really well. And when we celebrate what's working, we A, get more of what's working, and B, it actually uplifts everyone. So I brag that it's 18 months into my daughter's life. And I love her more and more every day. And I think we are just having so much fun as parents together. And I brag, we have an amazing team helping us run our business. And we're really having so much fun. And I feel the most inspired I ever have around business. And I brag that I think becoming a mother really brought that into place, brought that into fruition. Do you want to brag about the location that we're currently at? Our kitchen table? No, not right now. I mean, on your birthday. Oh, well, I'm like, I'm not sure what there is to brag about here. I brag that I'm recording a podcast at my kitchen table. You can brag that every birthday we're someplace exotic. And um, on our, my actual birthday, a week in the future, we will be in Vancouver, British Columbia, because we're heading to our friend Shayla Davison and Andrew's wedding on March 20th in Whistler, BC. And then we are celebrating my birthday in Vancouver with Danielle Laporte and Terry Cole and her husband, Vic, and some other friends. And we're really excited about that. Yep. Yeah, we do always end up somewhere really great on my birthday. We do. Hawaii one year. Thailand. Thailand another year. That was year. pretty cool. That was spectacular. You got sick. You were pregnant, but you were... Not sick. on my birthday. No. No. You weren't it's feeling been, good. It, we've but had they did like balloons birthdays. and they filled up. They filled the bathtub for me with rose petals. Mike asked for balloons and they, <laughs> they filled our entire hotel room with balloon animals. It was, yeah. it was remarkable. It was amazing. We should go back and look at those pictures. So that's my brag. My grateful is that <laughs> life is really good. Like I have a beautiful daughter. Her health is improving every day, even though she still itches at her skin. It's so much better than it was a year ago. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful 
that I feel really inspired in our business. I'm grateful that we have an incredible team. This is kind of a duplicate of my brag, but I'm grateful for all the things I bragged about. And I'm grateful for you, honey, and that we get to create things every day from humans to businesses to houses. I'm grateful that we're building a house. And I'm grateful that you and I make decisions really easily together. I love that. I love that about our marriage. And we'll I, talk about our house on the next That'll episode. be another episode. House building. That'll oh. be on the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah. And I desire for more of all of these things. I desire for our launch in May to completely blow our mind in terms of the number of people that we attract and the number of people who are supported and served by what we're cooking up. I desire for that launch to be really relatively easy and expansive and feel like we're in flow, just like we were during the B-School launch. And I desire for this upcoming trip to be really fun with Penelope on the airplane and for her to be happy and calm. And I desire so many other things, but I'll just leave it at that for now. I keep a running desire list, by the way. Just, you know, that's another fun thing to do is just keep a running desire list. And when you think of something you desire, write it down. Smart. Mm -hmm. I love that. So happy birthday. Thanks, honey. Yeah, it was great. Love you. I love celebrating birthdays with you. <laughs> you're good at it. You Mike, really, you Mike really is get like excited. the ultimate celebrator for my 30th birthday mike surprised that was me. over the top it was over the top he flew in, well all these people friends flew in from new york and from all over danielle laporte flew in from vancouver we had people from all over the place flying to maine and then mike hosted it was all surprised it was a whole spa weekend that i did with four my days. girlfriends danielle veith and danielle laporte and then there was a yoga class that our favorite yoga teacher taught there was a brunch and there was a huge party at my mom's house with salsa dancing with this really cute farmer named justin what? and when did you an amazing food and i actually cried because i got overwhelmed <laughs> This was a year after we started traveling, right? Cause it, no, two years. Because it was, I turned, well, I'm turning 34 this year. And I turned. That was 2013? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was still yeah. trying to lock it down. It was you know, I had to still get the tie Anyway, the knot Mike is in, really no, pretty spectacular kidding. at birthdays. And I that was early crazy. on told me to not even try to even be on the same level as him with the birthday celebrations because I would always fail, which is true. I have historically not been that great in that area, but each year I think I get a little bit better, but you will always reign as the king. You're progressively improving. (laughs) You will always reign as the king of celebrations, especially surprise over the the top celebration. When the bar has been so low, you can only go up. I think I did really great last year. This episode last, is over. Last <laughs> Thank year, you so much for tuning in to the Kate and great. Mike show. Last Good year night. Great. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Ever feel like you're constantly doing things but aren't able to carve out the time or energy for the things that really matter to you? Mike and I want to share our top five tools for making a life, not just a living. To learn what they are, go to katenorthrup.com forward slash tools. See you on the next episode.